Hey guys, welcome back to Dance Fever, West Virginia's favorite dance competition show fan podcast. It's my favorite. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry Ann. The Greatest Dancer, Season 1, Episode 5, the first live vote-off show for this first season of The Greatest Dancer. And the opening was pretty cool. The opening was very cool. This whole episode, I must say, was... Surprising. ...cooler than I thought it was going to be. Surprising. The talent of these nine, eight groups was outstanding. Yeah, the the auditions didn't even do them justice, I don't think. Yeah, for some, for some reason. I don't know if they, you know, I don't know, had more time to prepare for these or I don't know. But, yeah, it was just a whole different level mm-hmm. of, of performance from everyone. It was. Our first... Um, Dance act. act. We'll, we'll call them act because we have two and then four and then 52 and then one. And so we'll just call them an act. James and Oliver did a, their challenge was to use a staircase. And by the way, we found out that they're 11 and 17. I wasn't sure. I think I said 18 and maybe nine. Something. I was yeah. close. Um, they danced to the song Sing, Sing, Sing. In their stairs challenge, by and the way. it very much because it was stairs. I'm assuming reminded me of the Nicholas Brothers, and it didn't hurt that Matthew was their mentor. Mentor, yeah. Uh, you know he he is Broadway. So all of it together, and it's like, dude, didn't we see that in Newsboys mm-hmm. or in There's something? Uh, West Side Story, or you know, I mean, it looked like something that you would see on Broadway from these two guys. Yeah, it was very, very good. They were very good. And they had an interesting thing where the studio audience voted yes or no. With their little paddles. And they told the act after they performed what their yes percentage was from the studio audience. Even though it made no difference in the scoring. Yeah, I'm not really sure why. And I can even see it giving people false hope. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and also leading so, the audience, us out here, who are calling or voting online, yeah. it could be a leading thing toward us, kind of like when the judges vote. But it doesn't count. But it doesn't count. What do they say? It's for reference. It's Some, for something, something only is what yeah. they say. But it's like, uh, yeah, no, it's not. Um, anyways, James and Oliver received 88.2% of the in-studio vote. Now, I know there were 1,100, I believe is what I heard. Isn't that what I told you? Mm -hmm. 1,100 people in the audience for the auditions. I don't know if this is the same location or how many people. Yeah, I don't either. Next out were Froback, and they had the classical challenge, and I thought they handled it pretty well. Tell us what they danced to. Uh, Multiple songs. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so just, oh, it doesn't say? No, just okay. multiple songs. It started out with a classical piece, and they were dressed yes. in Elizabethan kind of clothing, maybe? R- okay. One was a conductor, and he was conducting the other three, and they were doing some very intricate street dance to do to do that part. And then they switched into some Motown and did the regular throwback kind of dancing, which I really enjoy. I yeah, really they, like it. The, these four guys have a... They have really good personalities. A, a, a unique sense of humor as far as, uh, in my mind, combining their dance with their personalities. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very entertaining. Uh, they knocked out 95.7% of the... Yeah, they had the highest audience. until the... 
last one. Mm, next to last tied them, yeah. and then the last one beat them. Company Jinx was out next, and their challenge was a chair. Dancing to Unsteady, and they got 88.2% from the and studio audience. And they each had a chair. Which kind of made things, to me, visually kind of cluttered, because they all had the same outfits on, or the same colors. You know, they were slightly different styles. Um, but they were all the same color. There's the, so many of them. The chairs were white. Yeah, there's like 12 or 14 of them. Uh, so it, it's like it, there was just a lot of visualness. Uh, and yeah, it was just, it was almost overwhelming to try to, to watch. There was so much. But they still did a very beautiful piece. It was nice. Um, Globe Girls were out next and they had the sports theme and their sports theme they were had helmets on when they came out of the lockers but then i think they were cheerleaders uh, yeah it was kind of a combination they danced to salute crazy in love and shake it off and it was very much a drag dance to me shake it off they got 80.9% from the studio audience and it was entertaining um and that was about it it mm-hmm. was entertaining. Not technical, but entertaining. No, not technical at all. Odie, um, you shouldn't have picked these guys. You're not representing dance very well, but okay. Prospects Fraternity was next, and their challenge was color. Color with an O-U, by the way. That's C-O- how they spell it over there. C-O-L-O-U-R-S, colors. Uh, they danced to A Sky Full of Stars, Here We Go Now, and a song called Color. And I think this was our favorite visual of oh, yeah. the challenge. Yeah. The, because, it, for one thing, it started out with a red balloon, which... I think one of your favorite you songs yes, ever is Red Balloons. Shop. But it was just very, they buy started out very white with just one got. red balloon. And by the end, they were all in different colors. There was Set them free there were, at the break of dawn. Are you done? To one by one, <laughs> they were gone. Are yeah. you done? Okay. So it was, our, it was our favorite of the challenges, and they did a very good job on their dance. I, I think probably they did, in my mind, the best job of incorporating the theme also that they had to do. Um, it, it seems as the night went on that the themes were less and less incorporated. Um, yeah, depending. Well, um, I'm not sure why. Okay. Um, and they got uh, 95.5% of the studio vote. Dane Bates Collective had the challenge of doors. And I'm sorry, Dane Bates Collective. Christopher Scott and the League of Extraordinary Dancers did doors on So You Think You Can Dance better than anybody else ever will. <laughs> doors should be retired as a theme because they Christopher Scott's choreography cannot be beaten. Um, they got, let's see, they danced to Runnin' Lose It All. I don't, I don't recognize the song. I thought I did, but saying the title, I don't recognize it. Um, and they got 93.5% of the studio audience vote. I agree that there could have been more with the doors. However, I thought that they danced beautifully. Except for, in my mind, except for the Glow Girls, everybody's dancing was exceptional. exceptional. Yes. Um, they varied, and I understand some of these themes were a little bit more 
um, I don't know, the word that's coming to mind is esoteric. I'm, I'm not sure if that's the correct word or not, but so, some of the themes were a lot more physical and some of them were more conceptual. Yes. And perhaps the conceptual are the ones where things got kind of dicey for me. You know, color is color. There, you know, there's no way to interpret color. So it's an easy one to do. Doors, you're, you're kind of bridging physical and conceptual with doors. And they had a physical door, but they went conceptual with it. Yes. Um, and, I mean, they, they used a door, and they used the door conceptually. So, I mean, it, it's not like they didn't apply the theme, but it, it wasn't as... In your face. Uh, solidly done <laughs> as some of the previous. It wasn't as in your face as KLA was with their carnival. With their. Because they their... had carnival dancers behind oh, them. Yeah. They were all in carnival outfits. outfits. They had streamers and confetti. They were, they were dancing different salsa and samba dances. and cha cha. They were doing the carnival dances. So it was just yeah. all one big carnival. I, I told Terry Ann when they said the theme was carnival, I told her, oh, they should make that carnival. And isn't it Odie? Mm-hmm. Odie did. Yes. She went carnival with it, which just worked out amazingly. They danced to, uh, KLA danced to Samba de Janeiro and got 90.8% of the studio audience vote. Next, that was Ellie, and her challenge was fairy tale. And she chose to be, she a, said the phoenix. A phoenix, but... Yeah. And a lot of her movement was bird-like. Yeah, and she yet, was dressed in red. But still, there was a point where a robed figure came out and gave her an apple. Well, it was like the Wicked Witch and... Um, Snow White? Was it Snow White that she gave the apple to when mm-hmm. Snow White ate it? That happened at the very end. end. And that was, of course, a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. But then she had that character... In the upper left. Yeah. She, I'm not in, quite sure who that character was supposed uh, yeah, to be. I don't know what that Other was than either. perhaps a wolf. Maybe it was Little Red Riding Hood because she was in because red. Because she was in red. Could and be. it was the wolf. That that would make sense if they were that. Yeah. But it was it was all very loose and very dark. Yeah. Very But dark. her movements were so phenomenal. She has no spine or <sighs> center. I mean, she's just amazing. She bent over backwards. Yeah, and, she can bend backwards almost as far as she can bend forward. And hold it and move, dance moves in that yeah, bend. It was just phenomenal. She danced to Bird Set Free and got 95.7% of the studio vote. And then our last act out were Harry and Alaya. 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 With a Doctor Who theme. Yeah. Yeah, this... We're we're Doctor Who fans, a big time, and they right. talked and talked and talked because Cheryl was their is their mentor, and they were talking about how there were so many fans at the show, and they really have to get it right. Well, they kind of missed I, it. Yeah, I I didn't. They danced to "Everybody Wants to Rule the World," probably about the worst rendition of that song I have ever heard. Mm-hmm. And other than the the. Doctor Who theme music at the very, very beginning setting the tone and the kind of space look of the background behind them. And then her outfit was colored the same as Tom Baker's scarf. And he had on a long coat. And the only thing I could figure was toward the end, it was Capaldi giving way to our new doctor, who is a woman with blonde hair. Right. And 
that's what she was, was a woman with blonde hair. And she took the coat from him, and he faded into the background, kind of, and she was standing up front. Yeah, he was. So I guess they were trying to get that Capaldi. What is the new doctor's name? I've only watched one of them. No, you've watched about five of them. Okay. Um, Jody Whitaker. No, not it's not Jody Whitaker. Not Whitaker. Um, is it? Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't know. That was the only thing I could see that they were trying to do that was a Doctor Who catch into it. But the dancing was phenomenal. This couple. Uh, yeah. The, uh, they remind me a lot of the World of Dance couple that were that was in the finale. Yeah, the comp- Competitive dancers? No, not not right? not the Latin dancers. That other oh. couple, the young the young kids that mm. were like in the top three. Oh, okay, I'd have to go back and watch. But they they're they together. They were just so good. Their pairing is just so good. J o d i e. Okay, is it Whitaker? W h i t t a k e r. Okay, there's I, there's somebody else named Jody Whitaker from I, a long time ago. I, I believe m- most places that'll be pronounced Jody oh, sh- Whitaker. He so, is so difficult to you know, live with people. No, you he is not difficult. He, he just usually doesn't open his mouth unless he knows he's right. You just don't. He'll say know. something like, "Hmm, I don't know. Let me look." So that was all of our dancers. They got ninety six point four percent. They of were the, vote. the highest vote they were the in the audience. Favorite. Yes, they were the, the audience's studio favorite. audience's favorite. Charity and Andreas from World of Dance. That's who they reminded me Charity of. Charity and Andreas. Charity and Andreas. It was Charity and Andreas, Michael Domeski in the lab. Oh, Charity and okay. okay, yeah, I remember them now. Okay, Charity and Andreas. Okay. Um. So we have twelve minutes to vote. Yeah. They open the vote. That's all. People 12 have minutes. 12 minutes to call Dude. in or get on their computer and vote. So the audience at this point in time can pull out their cell phones, I'm sure, if they want to, and vote. Because their, little, BBC because their yeah. little lights didn't matter. Yeah, not at not all. now. But I'm sure they could pull out their cell phones and vote if they wanted to. And while we were waiting for that 12 minutes, we had Rombier, which is a dance troupe. We had a vocal performer and a dance performer mesh yes and they announced that they're doing that for the next episode as well so i wonder yes. if that's what they're doing every episode probably is combining so. music and dance probably that's, so that's cool so it was freya freya writings freya or freya 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 yeah. okay writings and the dance group from bear and uh freya sang her i think maybe her only hit or her biggest far and away hit. biggest hit Lost Without You. And it was beautiful. She has a very nice voice. Sometimes when you get on a live show and you don't have a mixer, you sound it, like crap. It's kind of tough. But, but she she has a very nice voice. The song was very nice. The dance went with the song very nicely. Wow. It was beautiful, the whole thing. We the enjoyed it completely. Bear Dance Company is, uh, th- those are some professional dancers. Yes, yes. And... Our twelve minute after they talked to all the different groups, they they went upstairs where Bojangle Banjo Banjo was with the groups at, at after they left the floor after Jordan, they did their, Jordan their, Banjo. their act. They would run upstairs and he would talk to them. He would yeah. They had each of the captains up there with their groups around them talking Much about like how nervous Aaron does in the yes. red room, the yeah. green room, the uh, upstairs it is wherever they have she's her. at. Yeah. Um, they were all talking about how nervous they were that they didn't want to see anybody go because they had gotten close to all of the acts, not just their three and yada, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. They bring them all back out on stage. Our 12 minutes is finally over. And they start announcing safe. And they take way too long. 
with, oh, the, with the stupid music. In between. In between. Yeah, they, need to, they need to move that up along a little faster, their producers. So I'm going to lay them off. And oddly enough, in no particular order. Yes. It just went, like everything else. Judge A, B, C. And then the second time they announced, they announced one act from each judge. I don't know if it was the same order. It wasn't or not. the same order. Uh, so I'm like, how can you say in no particular order, right. but yet you. They just meant no particular number of votes got in order. Yeah, okay. So yeah. this is our order Dane Bates Collective. Th- these are moving on. Ellie, Company Jinx, Harry and Elia, James and Oliver, KLA, and then. They stopped and sent everybody off stage. Yes. And talked for a minute and said, no, these are our final three. They're once again in no particular order. They could be the highest vote getters still left on the stage here. You never know. And Frobacks is safe. And Property Prospects Fraternity is safe. And we say goodbye to the Globe Girls. And we are not sad. No. They were easily the least accomplished of the act. No, they gave the least accomplished performance in the show we watched. I'll, yes. I'll put it that way. And we found out that two acts leave next week. Next week, yeah. So they're going to start whittling it down fast. And we have Years and Years and the Ballet Boys are our 12-minute segue. Yeah, our act. musical dance uh, so we'll fusion. Have, so we'll have our little talk with everybody. We'll have them do their, their act. And we'll waste some time. And then we'll come back and tell you who's going. And I did notice. Now, I don't know how... what any statistical significance this has, but everybody that stayed this episode got higher than 90% from the studio audience. The group that went home are the only got ones that the got- lowest studio audience. Are they the only vote. ones that got below 90% also? No, there were three. Okay. So... Are those the last three that they announced? Um, James and Oliver? Nope. The Globe Girls? Yes. And the Company Jinx? Okay. So they weren't in any particular order no. with that either. And it could be that there is no that there's a it's a coincidence a correlation, but there's not a causality. Uh, causality. Causality. What you see as coincidence, I see as causality. What here's movie your, is that from? Here's your pop reference. Um. So you know, and plus there's uh, n for this episode was nine. Mm-hmm. As n gets smaller. That ninety percent mark may yeah. have no bearing at all. You know, it's it's hard to say. But that's just something that I noticed that really jumped out at me because I'm I'm trying to figure out why they're giving us this. You know, why do that mm-hmm. if, if so? So there we go. Um, excellent, excellent episode. Excellent dances. Very entertaining. Much better than we thought it was going to be. W- with how things had been positioned up till this episode, yes. Um, they did not focus on the stories of the people. We no, got that out dance. of the way in the auditions. It was about the rehearsal, which I really liked seeing the rehearsal time with the mentors. Um, and as the episodes go by, if the episodes stay the same length and they get less and less people, they're going to have to do something to fill mm-hmm. <laughs> fill the time. So that that was just... There were some issues, particularly last episode. The producers did a very poor job of putting together that episode physically. Uh, it, it was just, it was not done well. And then to come back and the production for this episode was top notch, which which I'm glad to see. So, 
Um, I hope that everyone in the UK likes the show and it comes back because I think this can be a very entertaining dance show that is not strictly. It's feeling very much like World of Dance, which we have over here in the U.S., um, as, as a recent entry. I think this coming season will be their third season. So it, it, to me, it, it very much feels that way. Whereas, of course, Dancing with the Stars is our version of Strictly Come Dancing. And the U.K., I don't believe, has a So You Think You Can Dance um, equivalent, really, that I know of. So there's still some room for all those people that like Strictly to like some other episodes. If you just give these other formats a chance, let's just give it a chance. Okay. Anything else you want to add? All righty. If you guys want to send us feedback, you can, let's see, leave a comment on the website, which is deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever. You can email us at dancefever at gmail.com. Leave comments on Facebook or you can tweet us if you look on Facebook, Dance Fever is two words. And if you tweet at us, Dance Fever is one. But no matter how you choose to connect with us on social media, and please do, you spell fever, F-E-V-R-E. And I just tweeted about this last show. Cool beans. So there we go. Season one, episode six, two, double, a double elimination next week. And we'll talk to you guys about that show next week. Ciao. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production. And as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license. 